This uh, recording is being made on Shiva Asr Batamas on the 17th of Tamas during the Ta'anis, during the fast. And it is the first in a number of communications during the period of the three weeks to be meant as an aid to help people have a more meaningful relationship with this period of time. Uh, both in Machshava, in thought, attitude, Dibur, speech, and Masa, action. So we're focusing first on Machshava, on attitude, and that's really an important place to start because the three weeks really, I think for a lot of people, uh, represent a real problem, which is that even if we're going to be following the laws of the fast and we're going to be depriving ourselves of music and we're going to be avoiding buying new things and reciting the bracha of Shekhiyanu and we're going to be compliant, so to speak, with all the halachas of the three weeks, the question remains if, uh, I can speak for myself, am I going to have those halachas cause me to change my attitude in any way? Am I going to be at least sensitized during this period of time to the tragedy of our existence? Because that's exactly what we're talking about here. And yet I walk around day by day not aware of any tragedy of our existence. All the tragedies that we're told that occurred on the 17th of Tammuz, these happened so long ago, but not only did they happen long ago, I was born into a state of affairs in which those things are no longer there. So it doesn't personally bother me that the daily Tamid sacrifice in the Beis HaMikdash ceased to be offered for the first time uh, on the 17th of Tammuz. The shattering of the Luchos on the 17th of Tammuz, it doesn't really disturb me. We have the replacement Luchos and the whole thing happened so long ago and this is my reality, that I live in a world in which uh, we don't even have right now the second Luchos there, where it's lost somewhere, the lost ark. So uh, the, uh, these kinds of things that we're mourning, I don't really mourn. So this is a problem, I'm sure it's not unique to me. Uh, there's a new normal. The new normal is that, the, you know, we're, we're used to the way things are in the world. Um, I have a, a trivial example, but I think it it, explain, it, 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 it represents human nature. Uh, there's this particular pro- protein bar that I like to purchase, but I have my own idea of how much it ought to cost. And if the price in a particular store is over what averages out to be about a dollar per bar, I won't buy it. Well, this when this inflationary cycle started many, many months ago, um, let's hope it's a cycle. <laughs> uh, when it started, so the price of this bar immediately went up significantly. And I said to myself, okay, that's it. Sorry, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not punishing anybody. I'm not punishing myself. It's just that it's a luxury. I don't need it. And, um, and the price is too high. It's not a question of whether I can afford it or not. I don't need to buy it. And I've stopped buying it. Lately, the new normal has kicked in and I'm starting to say to myself, well, okay, that's the new price. And it's not so, I don't, I'm no longer shocked by it. Well, that's the same thing with the events of the, of the three weeks. So how do we, how do we deal with that? So um, I had an experience just yesterday, which I think 
can be useful to everybody. And that is, when I heard the news, almost incidentally, I'm not sure if I heard it or read it, I think I read it online, that with the latest Israeli incursion into Jenin to clean out some of the nests of terrorism that are responsible for killing Israelis in all kinds of terrorist attacks uh, stemming from um, the from the bases that they have hiding in Jenin. Um, so a number of Palestinians were killed. Uh, as far as everybody can tell, they were all terrorists. Uh, and even if not, there was tremendous effort went into avoiding civilian casualties, which might have might be inevitable. And one Israeli soldier was killed. And it was mentioned that it might have been by friendly fire. Um, obviously, these commando raids are not neat, not predictable. And it's understandable that friendly fire, which is always an issue in warfare, uh, could have cost an Israeli life. But I stopped for a minute and I thought about it. Somebody in the Israeli army who views himself as a protector of the state of Israel and the land of Israel and the people of Israel, who um, courageously went into Jenin to be part of an operation to clean things out, ends up tragically, possibly, thinking that he killed one of his colleagues. The tragedy of the death of the Israeli soldier, his family, his loss, the tragedy of the uh, inadvertent perpetrator who accidentally shot, shot one of his, one of his fellow soldiers. It just it's it's immense. The pain, the loss. It's just it'll change his life forever. We hear about it, and we say, "What a shame!" And wow, I'm glad the whole thing worked out in the end that they got that they cleaned this Janine out, at least for a couple of weeks, um, and then we move on. But if we just stop and think for a minute of what kind of tragedy it was we get, in a certain sense, a tiny little microcosm of what's going on with the Jewish people. And that's really what the, what the laws of mourning are designed to do. You know, as a rabbi, I get called by families who are in mourning after they've suffered bereavement, and they call with all kinds of questions about what they're allowed to do and not allowed to do now that they're in mourning. And I find it amazing about how meticulous people are and how careful they are and how concerned they are to be compliant with the halachas of Avelis, of mourning. And I realize that this is their way of honoring their loved one. They want to make sure not to compromise their mourning period. They want to make sure to honor the loss by actually practicing what Jewish law says is Avelis. And that's exactly what's going on during the three weeks. The halacha is telling us to honor the Beis HaMikdash. You may have accommodated yourself to the reality that there is not one. I want you to spend just a, a moment a day thinking about the fact that things are different than they really can be and should be. That the Jewish people doesn't have to be governed by machlokas, by division, by disagreement. The Jewish people doesn't have to be governed by concern about anti-Semitism. We don't have to be governed by concern for terrorist attacks. We don't have to be governed by the kind of terrible division that's going on in the state of Israel now, culturally, between those who want judicial reform and not. This is not the ideal of the Jewish people. And we mourn the fact 
And because we're distant from the Divine Presence, and because we don't have a Beis HaMikdash with us, that we are not standing for what the Jewish people can stand for. So we use the laws of mourning to actually wake us up and interrupt us in the middle of an otherwise entertaining uh, summer, an otherwise uh, period of time of vacation, camp, and so on and so forth. We use these laws to remind us that there is an ideal situation for the Jewish people, and this is not it. And simply recognizing the gap between the ideal and what's going on now will accomplish the goal of the observance of the fast days and the morning.